Scene two of Lysistrata by Aristophanes. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Scene two Before the Gates of the Acropolis. Lampito and some go off, the others go up into the Acropolis. Chorus of old men enter to attack the captured Acropolis. Make room, Drakes, move ahead, why your shoulders chafed, I see, with lugging uphill these lopped branches of the olive tree. How upside down and wrong way round along life sees things grow. Ah, Strymoderus, who'd have thought affairs could tangle so? The women who at home we fed, like witness fools with fostering bread, have impiously come to this, they've stolen the Acropolis with bolts and bars our orders flout and shut us out come philurgus bustle hither lay our faggots on the ground in neat stacks beleaguering the insurgents all around and the vile conspiratresses plotting of such mischief dire pile and burn them all together in one vast and righteous pyre fling with our own hands lycon's wife to fry in the thickest fire by Demeter, they'll get no brag when I've a vein to beat. Cleomenes himself was hurled out in sore defeat. His stiff-backed Spartan pride was bent. Out, stripped of all his arms, he went. A pygmy cloak that would not stretch to hide his rump, the draggled wretch. Six sprouting years of beard, the splith of six years' filth. That was a siege our men were ranged in lines of seventeen deep before the gates and never left their post there even to sleep shall i not spite the rash presumption then of foes like these detested both of the gods and of euripides else may the marathon plain not boast my trophied victories ah now there's but a little space to reach the place a deadly climb it is a tricky road with all this bumping load a pack-ass soon would tire how these logs bruise my shoulders further still jog up the hill and puff the fire inside or just as we reach the top we'll find it's died oh pure i choke with the smoke lord heracles how acrid hot out of the pot this mad dog smoke leaps worrying me and biting angrily tis limnian fire that smokes or else it would not sting my eyelids thus haste all of us athene invokes our aid laches now or never the assault must be made oh pure i choke with the smoke thanks be to gods the fire peeps up and crackles as it should now why not first slide off our backs these weary loads of wood and dip a vine branch in the brazier till it glows then straight hurl it at the battering ram against the stubborn gate if they refuse to draw the bolts in immediate compliance we'll set fire to the wood and smoke will strangle their defiance phew what a spluttering drench of smoke come now from off my pack is there no samos general to help me to unpack ah there that's over for the last time now it's galled my shoulder flare up thine embers brazier and dutifully smolder to kindle a brand that i the first may strike the citadel aid me lady victory that a triumph trophy may tell how we did anciently this insane audacity quell 
Chorus of Women What's that rising yonder? That ruddy glare, that smoky scurry? Oh, is it something in a blaze? Quick, quick, my comrades, hurry! Nicodice, helter-skelter, or poor calices in flames, and Critellus stifled in the welter. Oh, these dreadful old men, and their dark laws of hate! There, I'm all of a tremble, lest I turn out to be too late. I could scarcely get near to the spring, though I rose before dawn, what with tattling of tongues and rattling of pitchers in one jostling den, with slaves pushing in. Still, here at last the water's drawn, and with it eagerly I run, to help those of my friends who stand in danger of being burned alive. For I am told a dribbling band of greybeards hobble to the field, great faggots in each palsied hand, as if a hot bath to prepare, and threatening that they'll soon drive these wicked women, or soon leave them charring into ashes there. O oh, goddess, suffer not, I pray, this harsh deed to be done, but show us Greece and Athens with their warlike acts repealed. For this alone, in this thy hold, thou goddess with a helm of gold, we laid hands on thy sanctuary. Athene, then our ally be, and where they cast their fires of slaughter, direct our water. Strathillus caught. Let me go. Women. You villainous old men, what's this you do? No honest man, no pious man, could do such things as you. Men. Aha! Here's something most original, I have no doubt. A swarm of women sentinels to man the walls without. Women. So then we scare you, do we? Do we seem a fearful host? You only see the smallest fraction mustered at this post. Men. Ho, oh, Phrodias, shall we put a stop to all these chattering tricks? Suppose that now upon their backs we splinter these our sticks. Women. Let us lay down the pitchers so our bodies will be free in case these lumping fellows try to cause some injury. Men. Oh, hit them hard and hit again and hit until they run away, and perhaps they'll learn, like Bupalus, not to have too much to say. Women. Come on, then, do it, I won't budge, but like a dog I'll bite at every little scrap of meat that dangles in my sight. Men. Be quiet, or I'll bash you out of any years to come. Women. Now you just touch Strathillus with the top joint of your thumb. Men. What vengeance can you take if with my fists your face I beat? Women. I'll rip you with my teeth and strew your entrails at your feet. Men. Now I appreciate Euripides' strange subtlety. Woman is the most shameless beast of all the beasts that be. Women. Rodipe, come, and let's pick up our water jars once more. Men. Ah, cursed drab, what have you brought this water for? Women. What is your fire for, then, you smelly corpse, yourself to burn? Men. To build a pyre and make your comrades ready for the urn. Women. And I've the water to put out your fire immediately. Men. What? You put out my fire? Women. Yes, sir, as you soon will see. Men. 
I don't know why I hesitate to roast you with this flame. Women. If you have any soap, you'll go off cleaner than you came. Men. Cleaner? You dirty slut. Woman. A nuptial bath in which to lie. Men. Did you hear that insolence? Women. I'm a free woman, I. Men. I'll make you hold your tongue. Women. Henceforth you'll serve in no more juries. Men. Burn off her hair for her. Women. Now forward, water, quench their furies. Men. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Women. So was it hot? Men. Hot, oh, enough, oh, hold. Women. Watered, perhaps you'll bloom again. Why not? Men. I'm wrinkled up with shivering from cold. Women. Next time you fire, you'll warm yourselves and leave us to our lot. Magistrate enters with attendant Scythians. Magistrate. Have the luxurious rights of the women glittered their libertine show, their drumming tapped out crowds, the Sabazian mysteries summoned their mob, Adonis been wept to death on the terraces as I could hear the last day in the assembly? For Demonstratus, let bad luck befoul him, was roaring, We must sail for Sicily! While a woman, throwing herself about in a dance, lopsided with drink, was shrilling out, Adonis, woe for Adonis! Then Demonstratus shouted, We must levy hoplites at Zacanthus! And there the women, up to the ears in wine, were screaming, Weep for Adonis! on the housetop. The scoundrelly politician, that lunatic ox, bellowing bad advice through tipsy shrieks. Such are the follies wantoning in them. Men. Oh, if you knew their full effrontery, all the insults they've done, besides sousing us with water from their pots to our public disgrace, for we stand here wringing our clothes like grown-up infants. Magistrate. By Poseidon justly done. For in part with us the blame must lie for dissolute behavior, and for the pampered appetites they learn. Thus grows the seedling lust to blossoming. We go into a shop and say, Here, goldsmith, you remember the necklace that you wrought my wife? Well, the other night, in fervor of a dance, her clasp broke open. Now I'm off for Salamis. If you've the leisure, would you go tonight and stick a bolt-pin into her opened clasp? Another goes to a cobbler, a soldiery fellow, always standing up erect, and says to him, Cobbler, a sandal-strap of my wife's pinches her, hurts her little toe in a place where she's sensitive. Come at noon and see if you can stretch out wider this thing that troubles her. Loosen its tightness. And so you view the result. Observe my case. I, a magistrate, come here to draw money to buy oar blades, and what happens? The women slam the door full in my face. But standing still's no use. Bring me a crowbar, and I'll chastise this their impertinence. What do you gape at, wretch, with dazzled eyes? Peering for a tavern, I suppose. 
Come, force the gates with crowbars, prize them apart. I'll prize away myself, too. Lysistrata appears. Stop this banging. I'm coming of my own accord. Why bars? It is not bars we need, but common sense. Magistrate. Indeed, you slut. Where is the archer now? Arrest this woman. Tie her hands behind. Lysistrata. If he brushes me with a finger by Artemis, the public menial, he'll be sorry for it. Magistrate. Are you afraid? Grab her about the middle. Two of you, then. Lay hands on her and end it. Calanice. By Pandros, if your hand touches her, I'll spread you out and trample on your guts. Magistrate. My guts? Where is the other archer gone? Find that minx there who talks so prettily. Myrene. By Phosphorus, if your hand moves out her way, you'd better have a surgeon somewhere handy. Magistrate. You, too? Where is that archer? Take that woman. I'll put a stop to these surprise parties. Strathilus. By the Tomeric Artemis, one inch nearer my fingers, and it's a bald man that'll be yelling. Magistrate. Tut, tut, what's here? Deserted by my archers, but surely a woman never can defeat us. Close up your ranks, my Scythians. Forward at them. Lysistrata. By the goddesses, you'll find that here awaits you four companies of most pugnacious women, armed cap from the topmost luring curl to the lowest angry dimple. Magistrate. On, Scythians, bind them. Lysistrata. On, gallant allies of our high design, vendors of grain, eggs, pulse, and vegetables, ye garlic tavern-keepers of bakeries, strike, batter, knock, hit, slap, and scratch our foes. Be finely imprudent. Say what you think of them. Enough. Retire. Do not rob the dead. Magistrate. How basely did my archer force come off? Lysistrata. Aha! You thought it was a herd of slaves you had to tackle, and you didn't guess the thirst for glory ardent in our blood. Magistrate. By Apollo, I know well the thirst that heats you, especially when a wine-skin's close. Men. You waste your breath, dear magistrate, I fear, in answering back. What's the good of argument with such a rampageous pack? Remember how they washed us down, these very clothes I wore, with water that looked nasty and that smelt so even more. Women. What else to do, since you advanced too dangerously nigh? If you should do the same again, I'll punch you in the eye. Though I must stay at home and most a quiet life enjoy, polite to all and ever, for I'm naturally coy, still, if you wake a wasp nest, then of wasps you must beware. Men. How may this ferocity be tamed? It grows too great to bear. Let us question them and find if they'll perchance declare the reason why they strangely dare to seize on Cronosus's citadel. This eerie inaccessible, this shrine above the precipice, the Acropolis. Probe them and find what they mean with this idle talk. Listen, but watch they don't try to deceive. You'll be neglecting your duty most certainly if now this mystery and plumbed you leave. 
Magistrate. Women there, tell what I ask you directly. Come without rambling. I wish you to state what's your rebellious intention in boring up thus on our noses our own temple gate. Lysistrata. To take first the treasury out of your management and so stop the war through the absence of gold. Magistrate. Is gold, then, the cause of the war? Lysistrata. Yes, gold caused it, and miseries more, too many to be told. Twas for money and money alone that Pisander, with all the army of mob agitators, raised up revolutions. But as for the future, it won't be worth while to set up to be traitors. Not an obol they'll get as their loot, not an obol, while we have the treasury chest in our command. Magistrate, what then is it that you propose? Lysistrata, just this, merely to take the exchequer henceforth in hand. Magistrate, the exchequer? Lysistrata, yes, why not? Of our capabilities you have had various clear evidences. Firstly, remember we have always administered soundly the budget of all home expenses magistrate but this matter's different lysistrata how is it different magistrate why it deals chiefly with wartime supplies lysistrata but we abolish war straight by our policy magistrate what will you do if emergencies arise lysistrata face them out our own way magistrate what you will lysistrata yes we will magistrate ah oh, then there's no help for it we're all destroyed lysistrata no willy-nilly you must be safeguarded magistrate what madness is this lysistrata why it seems you're annoyed it must be done that's all magistrate such awful oppression never oh never in the past yet i bore lysistrata you must be saved sir that's all there is to it magistrate if we don't want to be saved lysistrata all the more magistrate oh why do women come prying and meddling in matters of state touching wartime and peace lysistrata that i will tell you Magistrate, oh, tell me, or quickly I'll... Lysistrata, hearken a while, and from threatening cease. Magistrate, I cannot, I cannot, it's growing too insolent. Women, come on, you far more than we have to dread. Magistrate, stop from your croaking, old carrying crow there. Continue. Lysistrata, be calm then, and I'll go ahead. All the long years, when the hopeless war dragged along, we, unassuming, forgotten in quiet, endured without question, endured in our loneliness all your incessant child's antics and riot. Our lips were kept tied, though aching with silence, though well all the while in our silence we knew how wretchedly everything still was progressing by listening dumbly the day long to you. For always at home you continued discussing the war and its politics loudly, and we sometimes would ask you, our hearts deep with sorrowing, though we spoke lightly, though happy to see, 
what's to be inscribed on the side of the treaty stone what dear was said in the assembly today mind your own business he'd answer me growlingly hold your tongue woman or else go away and so i would hold it women i'd not be silent for any man living on earth no not i magistrate not for a staff Lysistrata. well so i did nothing but sit in the house feeling dreary and sigh while ever arrive some fresh tale of decisions more foolish by far and presaging disaster then i would say to him oh my dear husband why still do they rush on destruction the faster at which he would look at me sideways exclaiming keep for your web and your shuttle your care or for some hours hence your cheeks will be sore and hot leave this alone war is man's sole affair magistrate by zeus but a man of fine sense he lysistrata how sensible you dotard because he at no time had lent his intractable ears to absorb from our council one temperate word of advice kindly meant but when at last in the streets we heard shouted everywhere ringing the ominous cry is there no one to help us no savior in athens and no there is no one came back in reply at once a convention of all wives through hellas here for a serious purpose was held to determine how husbands might yet back to wisdom despite their reluctance in time be compelled why then delay any longer it's settled for the future you'll take up our old occupation now in turn you're to hold tongue as we did and listen while we show the way to recover the nation magistrate you talk to us <laughs> why you're mad i'll not stand it lysistrata cease babbling you fool till i end hold your tongue magistrate if i should take orders from one who wears veils may my neck straight away be deservedly wrung lysistrata oh if that keeps pestering you i've a veil here for your hair i'll fit you out in everything as is only fair Calonice, here's a spindle that will do myrene i'll add a wool basket too lysistrata girdled now sit humbly at home munching beans while you card wool and comb for war from now on is the woman's affair women come then down pitchers all and on courageous of heart in our comradely venture each taking her due part i could dance 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 and be fresher after i could dance away numberless sons to no weariless let my knees bend earth i could brave with laughter having such wonderful girls here to friend oh the daring the gracious the beautiful ones their courage unswerving and witty will rescue our city oh sprung from the seed of most valiant wombed grandmothers scions of savage and dangerous nettles prepare for the battle all girt up your angers our way the wind of sweet victory settles lysistrata o oh, tender eros and lady of cyprus some flush of beauty i pray you devise to flash on our bosoms and o oh, aphrodite rosily gleam on our valorous thighs 
joy will raise up its head through the legions warring and all of the far serried ranks of mad love bristle the earth to the pillared horizon pointing in vain to the heavens above i think that perhaps then they'll give us our title peacemakers magistrate what do you mean please explain lysistrata first we'll not see you now flourishing arms about into the marketplace clang again women no by the papian lysistrata still i can conjure them as past were the herb stand or crockery sold like corabant's jingling poor sots fully armored they noisily round on their promenade strolled magistrate and rightly that's discipline they lysistrata but what's sillier than to go on an errand of buying a fish carrying along an immense gorgon buckler instead of the usual platter or dish a phylarch i lately saw mounted on horseback dressed for the part with long ringlets and all stow in his helmet the omelet bought steaming from an old woman who kept a food stall nearby a soldier a thracian was shaking wildly his spear like tereus in the play to frighten a fig girl while unseen the ruffian filched from her fruit trays the ripest away magistrate how may i ask will your rule re-establish order and justice in lands so tormented lysistrata nothing is easier magistrate out with it speedily what is this plan that you boast you've invented lysistrata if when yarn we are winding it chances to tangle then as perchance you may know through the skein this way and that still the spool we keep passing till it is finally clear all again so to untangle the war and its errors ambassadors out on all sides we will send this way and that here there and round about soon you will find that the war has an end magistrate so with these trivial tricks of the household domestic analogies of threads skeins and spools you think that you'll solve such a bitter complexity unwind such political problems you fools lysistrata well first as we wash dirty wool so as to cleanse it so with a pitiless zeal we will scrub through the whole city for all greasy fellows burrs too the parasites off we will rub that verminous plague of insensate place-seekers soon between thumb and forefinger will crack all who inside athens walls have their dwelling into one great common basket we'll pack defranchised are citizens allies or aliens pell-mell the lot of them in we will squeeze till they discover humanity's meaning as for disjointed and four colonies them you must never from this time imagine is scattered about just like lost hanks of wool each portion we'll take and wind into this centre inwards to athens each loyally pull till from the vast heap where all's piled together at last can be woven a strong cloak of state magistrate oh how terrible it is to stand here and watch them carding and winding at will with our fate witless in war as they are lysistrata what of us then who ever in vain for our children must weep 
born but to perish afar and in vain magistrate not that oh let that one memory sleep lysistrata then while we should be companioned still merrily happy as brides may the live-long night kissing youth by we are forced to lie single but leave for a moment our pitiful plight it hurts even more to behold the poor maiden's helpless wrinkling in staler virginity magistrate does not a man age lysistrata not in the same way not as a woman grows withered grows he he when returned from war though gray-headed yet if he wishes can choose out a wife but she has no solace save peering for omens wretched and lonely the rest of her life magistrate but the old man will often select lysistrata oh why not finish and die a beer is easy to buy a honey-cake i'll knead you with joy this garland will see you are decked myrene i also will fillet you lysistrata what more is lacking step aboard the boat see charon shouts ahoy you're keeping him he wants to shove afloat magistrate outrageous insults thus my place to flout now to my fellow magistrates i'll go and what you perpetrated on me show lysistrata why are you blaming us for laying you out assure yourself we'll not forget to make the third day offering early for your sake magistrate retires lysistrata returns within old men all men who call your loins your own awake at last arise and strip to stand in readiness for as it seems to me some more perilous offensive in their heads they now devise i'm sure a tyranny like that of hippias in this i detect they mean to put us under themselves i suspect and that laconians assembling at celestithes's house have played a trick of war and provoked them madly to raid the treasury in which term i include the pay for my food for is it not preposterous they should talk this way to us on a subject such as battle and women as they are about bronze bucklers dare prattle make alliance with the spartans people i for one like very hungry wolves would always most sincere shun some dirty game is up their sleeve i believe a tyranny no doubt but they won't catch me that no henceforth on my guard i'll go a sword with myrtle branches wreathe for ever in my hand and under arms in the public place i'll take my watchful stand shoulder to shoulder with aristogeton now my staff i'll draw and start at once by knocking that shocking hag upon the jaw women your own mother will not know you when you get back to town but first my friends and allies let us lay these garments down and all ye fellow-citizens hark to me while i tell what will aid athens well just as is right for i have been a sharer in all the lavish splendor of the proud city i bore the holy vessels at seven then i pounded barley at the age of ten and clad in yellow robes soon after this i was little bare to brauronian artemis 
then necklated with figs grown tall and pretty i was a basket-bearer and so it's obvious i should give you advice that i think good the very best i can it should not prejudice my voice that i'm not born a man if i say something advantageous to the present situation for i'm taxed too and as a toll provide men for the nation while miserable greybeards you it is true contribute nothing of any importance whatever to our needs but the treasury raised against the meads you squandered and do nothing in return save that you make our lives and persons hazardous by some imbecile mistakes what can you answer now be careful don't arise my spite or with my slipper i'll take you napping face slapping left and right men what villainies they contrive come let vengeance fall you that below the waist are still alive off with your tunics at my call naked all for a man must strip to battle like a man no quaking brave steps taking careless what's ahead white shoed in the nude onward bold all ye who garrison lepsidrion of old let each one wag as youthfully as he can and if he has the cause at heart rise at least a span we must take a stand and keep to it for if we yield the smallest bit to their importunity then nowhere with their inroads will be left to us immunity but they'll be building ships and soon their navies will attack us as artemisia did and seek to fight us and to sack us and if they mount the knights they'll rob of a job for everyone knows how talented they are in the saddle having long practiced how to straddle no matter how they're jogged there up and down they're never thrown then think of myron's painting and each horse-backed amazon in combat hand to hand with men come on these women fall and in pierced wood collars let's stick quick the necks of one and all women don't cross me or i'll loose the beast that's kenneled here and soon you'll be howling for a truce howling out with fear but my dear strip also that women may battle unhindered but you you'll be too sore to eat garlic more or one black bean i really mean so great's my spleen to kick you black and blue with these my dangerous legs i'll hatch the lot of you if my rage you dash on the way the relentless beetle hatched the eagle's eggs scornfully aside i set every silly old man threat while lampito's with me or dear ismenia the noble theban girl then let decree be hotly piled upon decree in vain will be your labors your futile rogue abominated by your suffering neighbor to hectate's feast i yesterday went off i sent to our neighbors in boeotia asking as a gift to me for them to pack immediately that darling dainty thing a good fat eel i mean of course but they refused because some idiotic old decrees in force oh this strange passion for decrees nothing on earth can check 
till someone puts a foot out tripping you and slipping you break your neck end of scene two